Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
arise and you will shine and the Gentiles will come to your light. The kings and the queens, they will come and look for you. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you. We honor you for this afternoon for the opportunity to be here. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for causing us to approach. Lord, we have come we ask, oh God, you will satisfy us with the goodness of your house. I empty myself for you, oh God, and for your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Are you happy that you are, you are here? One and two, please put your hands together for Jesus. And I have noticed that Many of us would like to sit in the dark at the back. Do you want us to turn the lights off? What do you think? Brother Fesh, you are here. The, the ones at the back, should we turn the lights off so that you can come forward? Should we? And make sure we just have to also know that if we turn it off, I don't know if you were able to see me. Yeah, please forward, forward, forward. You see, one of the things that when we say that, you know, when you go to, how many would like to go to very important program and would like to sit at the back? Hmm? Yeah. You go to Broadway. And the Broadway, even sitting at the back and the front, LP, the prices are they the same? No. Yeah. I noticed that when you blessed us, I mean, the people of God, the ticket you gave to us, it gave us a special seat that I had room for my leg. You get it. So I don't know why you don't want to have room for your leg over here. If you sit at the back, it's different. Even in soccer, even in sports, 
NBA, basketball. You go to Madison, those are the courts. They run the court, court side ticket. You know, what is that celebrating guy? Uh, the one who's always wearing funny glasses and. Sorry? Spike Lee. I don't know if he owns part of Knicks. He's a fantastic person. You know, he's always at the court side. When we are losing, I'm a Knicks fan. So if you don't have a, a good heart, you can't support Knicks. You will die before your time. <laughs> yeah, and I'm very faithful. So I also don't switch to championship teams. Yeah, if we are done, I'm done with you. We are all here. You know, that is why we have made it to the playoffs. You know, you need to have friends like that. You need to have people who will be there. Whether you are down, you are up, they are always there. Hallelujah. And loyalty, faithfulness. Is it a good thing? Yeah. You know, like today, Knicks are winning, so you have joined Knicks. When uh, Lakers are winning, then you move, you move away from us and then you go to Lakers. No, no, no. I don't do things like that. Since I have been here in 1996, that I heard about New York Knicks. I've been New York Knicks fan all these years. Yeah, marital commitment. That is why I tell LP that you better sit up. We are all here. And Bishop was talking about it today. It's a family. Tell the next person sitting by you, you are my family. We are not going anywhere. Whether we quarrel or we don't quarrel, we are here. Jifa, what do you think? We are here. Yeah. And Bishop was trying to say something. I've started a preaching. was trying to say something today that I'm going to say something for those who are married. You know, marriage is about telling the person that we are here. In fact, before you enter into the relationship, make that decision, make that mind that as I'm entering this, I'm here. Unless the reason is so much that you, it is, I mean, the Bible makes a way because the Bible also, we are not, these days we have come to understand that you can also not say that when you marry, you cannot divorce. No. It is the word of God. You can. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one of the things that we say about it, but sometimes we'll be thinking it's like a joke. Yeah. Whether a heart or no heart, yellow or blue or white, we are all here. We are all here. That's it. We are not going anywhere. So we better sit up and have fun and enjoy the thing. Doctor, what do you think what I'm saying? Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? What brought us to this? The next, right? Yeah. Since the day we joined this church, March 98, we said that this is where we will be. This is our church. This is our church. Not because we are pastors, that's why I'm saying this. It's our church. Yeah. It's our church. Good or bad. And I, I can see how things are unfolding, becoming better and better and better and better and better every day. Hallelujah. It's a good church. It's a beautiful church. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? There are many things that we don't have answers. Don't worry. The cathedral, we will have it. Manhattan, oh, we will have one. You don't worry. 
If you ask me when, that one, I'm not sure. It will come. <laughs> All right. We were talking about seven great principles, right? It's a very powerful message. I've been meditating about it. I've been thinking, you know, that it's ministering to me. Hallelujah. We are diving into the principles. We said the principle number one, man is a spirit. He has a soul and lives in the body. I want you to see this way. As I'm standing here, there's somebody inside me. The person has eyes, legs, hands, limbs, ears, mouth, everything. Everything. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And that is the real me. That is the spirit. That is the person that God is interested. Hallelujah. And we said that we are spirit because the person who created us is also gave birth to us. It's a spirit. Hallelujah. A cat cannot give birth to a dog. It's not. Hallelujah. An orange cannot produce a, a mango fruit. It should be mango, mango, orange, orange. Are you with me, please? So if God is a spirit and therefore those who worship him are worshiping in spirit and truth, then we, his children, we are also spirits. Hallelujah. And we have a soul, the seat of our emotions, the seat of our feelings, the seat of our pain. Hallelujah. And then because we are in this earth, if you don't have the flesh, you cannot function on this earth. That is why the God himself who created us and created the world, when he wanted to come, he needed to go through a human being so that he can have this corruptible body. Hallelujah. So that to, able, to be able to function on this earth. Am I summarizing it well? Hallelujah. It's, so, it's very deep message. I, I can assure you that if you have friends who are in other churches, ask them, who are we? They will not be able to explain the way we're explaining it to you. And we have the scriptures. Hallelujah. To back it, there are so many scriptures. Hallelujah. That we read. Hebrews, I think we read Hebrews chapter 2 verse 9, right? Is it true? Or you don't have notes? Do you write notes in this church? The book should be on your phone by now. Do you have the book? You have the, if you don't have the book, give me a wave. LP, LP will give it to you right away on your phone. Okay. Okay. Auntie Vic, please. Who else? Okay. Um, my dear sis here, Auntie Age. Who, who needs the electronic copy of the book? Electronic copy of the book? We have physical, half electronic. There's another person. Oh, and then Mrs. Nana. Hallelujah. And then Cindy. Who else? If you need an electronic copy of the book. All right. Okay. It's Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9, right? No, that's, that's the man who says, so Paul was praying for them and said that he is praying that they, are whole, they will be whole. They are, they are straight, the soul and the, the body will be sanctified. 
That means you need your spirit to be sanctified. You need your, your, your emotions, your soul to be sanctified. And then you need your body also to be sanctified, to be able to do well in this kingdom. Hallelujah. That is why Jesus said, the prince of this world, he comes, but he has no place in me. Hallelujah. Even the, because the prince of this world affects us through the flesh. And he said that even in my, my, my flesh is so sanctified that that prince of this world cannot have effect on me. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So it is important, and that is why one of the revelations I caught last week was that we need to develop our spiritual senses well. And that is the spirit of discernment, ability to discern, see beyond, have spiritual eyes, have spiritual ears. When you are saying something, it should be able to be a spiritual thing that is going to edify. Is that the right word in the Bible? Edify somebody, speak graciously into people's life. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Because in this world, if we say we want to do things by what we see, we will be deceived then we are also not the children of God. That is why many times we, 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 uh, we lose some of the battles. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you want to choose um, a partner, a wife, a husband, and your judgment or is about the person's physical appearance, ah, you are, you are I mean, you, you, I don't know what word I can, and, but unfortunately, unfortunately, that is what we do. Hallelujah. Yeah. Someone was saying the beard, when I see the Osama Bin Laden type, oh, I feel like I have to somersault. Ah. Then you go and marry the person, you find out that the mustache and everything, the person ate the rice and the potato and everything, did not clean the thing where everything is inside. Say, baby, I want to give you a kiss. They say, no, 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 no. No, no, why no? <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. You want to make... You're going to yoke yourself to somebody for the rest of your life, auntie. And then the decision is based on the person's birth. Yeah. You should find out. If you go, go and find people who are trying to find blind dates and they ask you, what are your specs? Tell me your spec. Your specs. Then Your specs. And they tell you, my spec is... Uh, um, um, I didn't know that they can define human being as yellow, and they have original yellow and artificial yellow. The one from the cream is artificial yellow, but you want original one, the one that you haven't touched it with any cream or anything. It came like that, chocolate color. Uh-huh. Hey, you know this, you know things, though. Are people aware that you do those things? You can do eyelashes, facial, and all those. You have to do a business card after church, you give it to. We can't announce it in the pulpit here, but you can give it to. <laughs> brethren, that. Hey, if you need help, call me. I can do it for free. Initially, you do it for free. You'll get it. Uh-huh. And then that's how you sell yourself. Hmm? 
Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. So it's very, very important to, we, know, we are going to talk about it. And then we went to point principle number two. Principle number two, the spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. The spirit, point number two, oh, Clive, when you go to school, we really miss you. The point is right there. The spirit of, the, the spirit of an unsaved man is dead. I want you to take the dead part. You know, when something is dead, that means it's not, it's not sensitive. Hallelujah. It's not, and we read Romans chapter 1. Let's read Romans chapter 1 from verse 28. And God will show us, you know, the sensitivity part of the person. You know, people say that in the church, why do they want us to marry people in the church and the people? Last week, I was trying to, I was not trying to go there, but today I want to see if I can dive into it more. That there is a reason why God wants us to marry somebody who is saved. Because the spirit of the unsaved person eh, is really dead. And the wickedness, you don't know when it will start. When the death is there, the wickedness follows. Because, guess what, Auntie Evelyn? The person is not sensitive to your feelings, not sensitive to your emotions, not sensitive to your needs. So when I'm doing something, I'm not, I'm not, that's the first part, the death. Then the wickedness, I don't even think about it. Whether you will cry, whether it's paining you, whether... No, I don't think about it. Am I saying this right, please? Hallelujah. And the death starts slowly. Today I was just thinking, you know, even in the house of God, if you are a couple and... One of you, because for reasons of whether work reason, whether school reason, whether whatever reason that we may have, and one is not able to attend to spiritual things, not coming to church, and it continues for some time. One of the things we should learn is that the spiritual aspect of the person will be going down slowly, slowly, slowly. And I want to caution many of our dear sisters here. Look at this room. If you want to scan this room and see the ratio of the brothers to the, to the sisters. Yeah. Jesus chose men as leaders by the people who were so um, um, into his ministry and was paying attention. They were more of women. When they were running to the, the, the tomb, who were the people there? The women. Women are very sensitive to spiritual things. They enjoy. So, if you come to a point where you are going down spiritually, then guess what? Your husband can also go down without you knowing. And based on that, it's just a matter of time. The death part of the person can easily come. And when it's coming, sometimes you don't see, 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 you know, and then. The wickedness starts. So you find that the wickedness is based on the, the death part of your husband. Am I explaining this well? Yeah. Ability to catch things 
at the right time. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I was telling you one day that even, example, the way we dress our children, you can easily be feeding something that you will not know how you are dressing the child now. Are you with me? Then a child at the age of four, five, six, seven, you are extending the hair, extending the hair, extending the hair. What you may not know is that, and then any time they stand in front of the mirror, and then when they start doing that, you see that they get excited. Kids can also identify good things. Hallelujah. There's a balance in the wisdom when to gradually ease the child into, especially when your child is a girl. I don't like ladies that they don't dress well. I don't like it. A lady must be very presentable. Bishop Dark says it all the time. You can't just take anything and put on your head and walk around. What you put on your head should be according to your age. My father says it. <laughs> are you preaching or you are just chatting with us? I'm preaching. Just preaching. If you can take it seriously, you will find out that you can ease your child into this. One of the things I say all the time is that, what are you wearing? I'm wearing this one. Ah, but last week you were wearing this one. Why are you wearing it again? What message are you sending to the child? So when you wear something this Sunday, once you can't wear it again, where is it, where do, where, where is it written? Are you with me? So the child will go, where are you going? Well, mommy, I don't want to wear this, this dress anymore. I want a new one. I want a new one. Then at that time, it's not expensive. It's all you can buy. So the child gets to the things and then trying to change them all the time. And then you find out you will forget at the age when about 10 years ago or 8 years ago or 6 years ago when you were training. And any time that you train a child, train the child the way he or she should go so that when she grows, she will not depart from it. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. So it takes, it's very dicey. And it takes our spiritual senses to discern some of these things. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, the spirit of unsaved, Romans 1, 28. Let's read it, please. Pastor Nana, thank you. Romans 1, 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, mm -hmm. God gave them over to a reprobate mind mm. to do those things which are not convenient. Mm. Verse 29. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication. A reprobate mind, mind is unregenerated mind. A mind that is not born again. Because the person are, is not retaining God in his mind. In other words, the person is not born again. The person does not recognize God. Are you with me, please? Then when the person does not recognize God, then the 29 says, even as they did not Oh, being 20. filled with then the things it starts unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate. You know, can you see that many of the debates that we have at home, they are, sometimes they are unnecessary. Preach. 
Knowledge is not there. Unnecessary. Deceit. Malignity. Malignity. Whispers. Next one. Backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud boasters, inventors, evil things. Inventors of evil things. Inventors of evil things. This week, I just chanced on something that it broke my heart. I saw this in the youth, and the person was going to interview somebody. You know how FBI interviews somebody, the drug laws and things, they cover, they muffle their speak and cover their face because those people, if they are identified, those people will kill them. So it's like this person is going to interview the lady, but this lady has covered the whole head everywhere except, and the back is just facing the camera, you know. And then, the evil inventors of evil things. And the lady was seeking help, looking for help. Mm. He's, she's having an issue Issues. that is going to all the hospital that she has to go to. The thing is not true. Mm. Uh, and then the woman asked her, what happened? So I saw my friend living big, big life. Everything looks like this lady has it all. You know, you know some people, when you see them, you feel like, whether you don't know whether you live in this world or what is going on around you, so show me how. Say, okay, I will show you. And then the lady showed her, and what was doing is that showed her, introduced her to some guys, the spirit of unseen person. Mm. And the work is that you entertain my pet sexually, and the pet was a dog. Another one, the pet was a snake. Then now, she has generated a rare disease. Doctors cannot fix it. I heard a man of God praying. And then and this man of God, anytime he's praying, he prays with word of knowledge. And yes. he, he said that there's somebody hearing me. You have a discharge, and the discharge is maggots coming. By the power that raised Christ from the dead, may this be reversed in the name of Jesus. I said, how can a discharge come from a, a woman a being? Woman. That is maggots. maggots. You see how God really loves us so much sometimes. You see how you've made your face. See, my, my body, you can't see my body, but the way... And this woman is saying that I can't go anywhere. No matter how many times I change myself, no matter how many times I take my shower, when I pass by, people can sense that I have passed by. The woman has passed by. Evil inventors. When did animal start sleeping with a woman being? Evil inventors. Demonic. So they gave me five million or something like that. I've spent all the money. 80% of the money. That is another thing. Satan will not give you anything. Look, one of the things that I've said this so many times, and I don't know if I can repeat to help all of us. If God gives you grace to build, building, building, it comes from God. Hallelujah. Because in the occultic world, occultic world, 
anything they give to you, money they give to you, one of the main conditions, you cannot use it to build. By because at the end of the day, the thing should run you to ground zero. zero. When you have rare estate, you can easily not go to ground zero. Anything and that is why it should tell us that when Bishop says that investment, rare investments is rare estate. And therefore, if you have investment in rare estate, it will be difficult for you to go to ground zero. In terms of finances, in your old age, the little you can eat, you will have it. As the person sitting by you, are you building? Huh. You have the grace. Uh. Inventors of evil things. Yeah. Disobedient to parents. There's a, a verse that says that covenant breakers. breakers. Yes. Give me, I think 31. This is 30. 31, yes. my dear. Without understanding, covenant mm -hmm. breakers. Covenant breakers. breakers. Covenant breakers. Sure. We want to, you enter the, when you were entering a relationship, you mm -hmm. assured this person. Mm -hmm. This person. Hallelujah. And someone, many of us, especially ladies, you know, when we are going to marry, you should trust God for wisdom. Sometimes you need to do certain tests. Amen. Yeah. One of the tests you can do to the brother is that, I'm not saying that do that. Are you with me? <laughs> if something happens, you know, you are not able to keep yourself. Number one, you should not be able to sleep before you marry. If it happens, come and tell the brother that, ah, whatever you did the other time, I'm expecting my, my thing. It has not come. Mercy. And I do the test. I'm pregnant. When I did a test, I'm pregnant. Let's see. And let's see the reaction. Yeah. Nobody can follow in this church. It should not be. It's a big mistakes in life. Yeah. Messi. You see them jumping around. You're pregnant when? When? How? When? What happened? It's not me. It's not me. That's why I had a, 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 an orderly person years ago. Somebody impregnated his daughter. And then when they sat down as a family trying to talk about it and everything, the man, the guy said, it's not me. The man, said, the man asked him, do you know my daughter? He said, no. I said, but this pregnancy is not me. The father got up and took a spoon. He said, come and remove what is your part from it and leave the rest with us. <laughs> He was so angry. Covenant breakers. Covenant breakers. Covenant breakers. Covenant breakers. What is going on? That is, I'm saying that the spirit of unsafe person. Jesus made it. No, look, the New Testament. Uh, um, this made it clear for us that we should not yoke ourselves together with. We yoke ourselves together with unbelievers. And it's the sad thing is that believers, many believers have also become unbelievers because one saved is not forever saved. 
You need to work on it. Work on and keep your spiritual life going because you can also slip into the dead situation. That's what I was saying that, you know, when you are married, a woman, a wife, one of your main help here is to, for you to keep your husband on his toes in terms of his spiritual life. Yeah. Mommy, it takes, we are very slow. We are very, very, very slow when it comes to this. But it gets to a point that we also begin to sit on the driving seat and then we flow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, brethren? Yes. Yeah. It's very, 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 very important. The spirit of the unsaved person. Wow. It's only two principles. Let's see. Forgive me, please. Bishop, if you have the book, Bishop, in fact, recorded a few things, wrote a few things down. Said that the Lebanon, they had a, some civil war or something like that, a war over there. What the people were doing that, they were cutting. They cut you, they cut your arm, your legs, and then put you in a vehicle and then allow you to go. So one man looked at his brother. The, if you don't have, le- if they, if they so you, came, you come into this world with that lens, right? Both down and up, you will survive. Because naturally, you would develop certain things to survive. That's why we see people like that. They swim, they do everything. But in your adulthood, if somebody remove your leg and remove your arm, that's it, you can't do much. So the person looked at this, the brother and shot the brother to death because how can I allow this person to suffer? Which is also not good because killing the person can also go to hell. No matter your intention. That means you are saying that the blood of Jesus is foolishness. Are you understanding the spiritual things, please? Yeah. And Bishop gave an example. You know, some of us, many of us, we know the tablet chloroquine. He said at water school, they used to mash the chloroquine tablet and mix it with uh, the gary and they give it to a human being to chew it. Ah! That is the spirit of the unsaved student. Sheer wickedness, Pasanana. And we see it more in Africa. Bad leaders. Their emotions are Debt to the citizens. It doesn't matter how much money I can have, my family, my children. And many times I was telling somebody, somebody was asking me this particular place that somebody is building. It's called Rock City in Ghana. And the person asked me, and I said, I've come to a point to understand. And by the teachings of Bishop Dark, I don't criticize people who are doing things, seemingly rich people. Because anything you criticize, you won't get it. And I said to the person that, the fact that the person has done it in the nation, you get it? To me, I'm excited. It's creating jobs, you know, it's giving people opportunity to get something to do. What about those who take the money and put it in Europe? Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. 
It is very, 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 very. And I want to read this one. Listen to this. This principle that an unsaved spirit is desperately wicked and it manifests every. God has warned Christians against marrying non Christians because non Christians has an unregenerate spirit. What does it mean? What is regenerate? Regenerate simply means born again. Hallelujah. Am I saying it right? Regeneration means spiritually reborn, created again. One of the definitions I love I recorded here is that restore to a higher or a better or more worthy state. Regenerate. So in the book of Ezekiel 36, 26, the prophet gave us wisdom into how the born again, what happens when we become born again. Hallelujah. God does spiritual surgery on us when somebody becomes born again. Are you with me? Ezekiel, what does it say? After that, they have borne their shame and all their trespass, whereby, no, no, 36, 26. Ezekiel 36, 26. Hallelujah. 36, 26. Yes. It says, a new heart also will I give you. That is the new spirit. And that's a regenerated spirit. And then he says that a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. That is the born again thing. It's a spiritual thing. God removes your old person. Hallelujah. Your old person that has been affected by your culture, your past, your, what are some other things? You know, lifestyle, where you live, the environment, everything. Hallelujah. That's what Paul said in Romans 12. He, say, he said that the transformation is so critical because after you become born again, the soul is there. The soul does not become born again. It remains the same. Hallelujah. And therefore, we need to do certain things to renew and transform the soul. Hallelujah. Take away the past. Take away the traditions and the cultures. Take away what has affected you. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And that is when you begin to see. Because, and it comes through teaching. Teaching, 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 teaching. Hallelujah. The teaching of the word of God. Jesus would have sent the madman of Gadara, the one that he was born again. But he did not do it. Mark chapter 5. You know, when the people came, they said that when they saw the man who, was, who had that demons in his right mind, sitting under the feet of Jesus, that's why they saw the transformation. Right mind means that after he became born again, he sat under the feet of Jesus and heard teaching, teaching, teaching to transform the mind before Jesus sent him away. 
Hallelujah. Teaching is very powerful. Even in the secular, even in, the, in our lives, you bring a helper into your house. Some of the helpers, they don't want to say, go and bring fork. They don't even know what is it. Go and bring, I mean, I'm talking about where I come from. Go and bring this. They don't know. Some of, the, some of us even didn't know how to use culturally said, even at the age of 20 and 10. We didn't have restaurant. It's called something restaurant manners. You sit down, you're going to eat with somebody. The first thing you do is that you put all your uh, elbows and everything and lean on the table like this. Ah, happy. Do we do that? Or, um, uh, he said, no, no, no. Yeah. Your business partner, lunch. Let's go for this lunch. Go and sit down. As soon as you sat down, and then you see that your partner has a lady, you know, when you go there, they are all standing. You're standing. Oh, nice to meet you. How's everybody doing? And then you pull your chair and then you sit down. No. You have to allow the lady to sit down first. Yeah. If the lady stands up, you know, watch, watch, pretty woman. You saw it. When the lady said, excuse me, I want, when they sat down, she was confused. You know, she wanted to see what she can do. But she said, excuse me. And then as soon as she stood up, all the people, the partners and the business people, they all stood up. Because if you are not sitting down, we are not sitting down. And that is where I learned it from. You see, Reverend, you had a good experience and then watch them, some of these things. <laughs> you can easily overlook it. And this was a very business meeting. And the friend took her. Yeah. She went to the restaurant, the hotel owner said, I have a problem. I'm going to have a business dinner. Show me dressing, number one. Number two, even how to use the fork and the knife. You go to restaurant, they, they put fork, knife, some big one, some at the top, some of the forks are small. The stick one, normally they have long, how do you call it? Long forks. And the salad one, they are shorter. Yeah. To chew her you mouth. are cutting your steak with the shorter ones. They cut it and it's not cutting. You are just excusing the thing. <laughs> Oh yeah. Ah. What brought us into this? Into the teaching is very powerful. Uh -huh. So I'm saying that. So that's the revelation I came. Revelation I caught that even the things that they teach us in the world, secular. You bring somebody into your house. The person initially does not know anything. Go and do this. You know, somebody was telling me. A person came into my house, and then when the person was going to wee-wee, guess what? You went to the bathroom, they have the toilet, they have this, and the person was wee-weeing into the sink. Yeah. A student here, and you may be thinking, it's in where we come from. America here. America here, somebody told me. So going to pass by, and the, the student in the college was weaving into the sink. I said, was the student drunk? He said, no. <laughs> but you see, the shape is convenient, right? 
Hey. Yeah? But you find out that teaching transforms the person. Amen. Dressing. Amen. Even, I know, when I was here, I'm shy, a lot of things, so I can't say. But before, where we came from, sometimes even, excuse me, please, how to take care of yourself. And I said, woman, we don't have parents, mother, who will teach you. You can easily struggle. Is it true? It's true. So we have mothers like Epi Pam, Epi, Epi Anita. We have people well-trained, cultured, anti-vic and things. They can, you'll be surprised that many people may not know how to. Oh, yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you, you bring somebody up in that way, the only thing is that the younger people that they have come, they don't like to be taught. You know everything. Hmm. Let's wait for. So teaching is very, very important. What transforms us is the teaching. And that is what changes. Beloved, I wish above all things that I may yet prosper and be in heaven. As thy soul comes from the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Jesus said, that is born of the spirit is spirit. That is born of the flesh is flesh. Should I close or I should add one more point? Just one. Let's add two. The spirit of a saved man is righteous and truly holy. Amen. Do business with somebody who is saved. Partner with somebody who is saved. Make friends with people who are saved. Hallelujah. Genuinely, genuinely, genuinely saved. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, if you take our time to teach what I'm talking about, even the Romans chapter 1, you will find out that we can identify ourselves that we are not saved. How can you be a covenant breaker without any genuine reason? Yeah. That means you are part of the, the, that category. Hallelujah. Maliciousness. Envy. Backbiters. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes we say things casually. You're chatting with the person, one to one to one to, and the person turns around and then right there. That is why I don't like church that... No, I, I, I don't know. When we were in Newark, I used to preach against this a lot. Hallelujah. Amen. If you have issues with me, come and tell me. Let's fix it. Yeah, we are all mature. We are intelligent people. Let's fix it. If I have to apologize, I will apologize. My man, what do you think? Yeah. Good policy. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Save man is righteous and is holy. That means separated. We need to work on it. And the last one I'm adding for today is today is huh. after you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby and it must grow. First Peter 2.2 2. Hmm. Maybe next week we'll talk about 
number five, because I think that part is so important. Believers, we need to be transformed. Apache, we need to be transformed. Amen. You can be around for a long time, yet you are still not transformed. We need to really be transformed. We need to change. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to begin to do things in a certain way. One of the things that Bishop said last week during the floor is that you can be around and say, that, I know. The, the person with the one tongue, that's what he said. I know who you are. Bishop really preached about it. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, last week after the service, somebody came into said to me, I've heard this song so many times, but the way you have broken it down, I've learned a lot. Ministry, the word of God is like that. So being great principles. You can just imagine how many times that's what I was saying, the principles we've been I just took my nose. You get it. We had it over and over. But anytime I meditate, anytime I think I learn something, I learn something. I'm learning that as I'm standing here, my, I can easily die spiritually and begin to behave in a way that my wife will even be surprised. You yourself will be surprised. Is that not true? Yeah. Therefore, I need to be careful. Your spirit is a newborn, it's not changing. Is the same. Therefore, you need to feed the spirit. First Peter 2 2. Pastor Anna, it says that. First Peter 2 2. After you new, are born, uh-huh, a, a newborn new babe, babe desires. The word desire means that crave for it, cry for it, listen to messages. It says the sincere milk of the world, of the word, that ye may grow thereby. A Sunday church only cannot save, save us. It cannot help us. Growth cannot be stagnant. Growth means that keep on going up. Keep on going up. That is why you went to school first stage, second stage. You keep, and up to now, some of us, we are still developing. And the more you hear your professor, the more you learn something. The more you develop, the more you become better. Am I saying something here? That is why you find out that Excuse me to use the word. Please don't go and misquote. Those who have gotten opportunity to be educated more like doctors and things that the way they analyze things can easily be different. I'm talking about analysis because book knowledge is different from actual the wisdom from God. Amen. You can have book knowledge, but you don't have wisdom of God. Right. Should I explain? That's why when you are going to marry and the person, the brother is not educated and you are educated, look for the wisdom of God upon the person. Because if you give me a question, I can explain to you that the wisdom from that comes from above in James. That one, it sits on top of all other wisdom. So if the person is very spiritual and the person, in fact, that spirituality gives the person the wisdom to... That is why many people, you find out that many pastors, find out they are very young, but they can interact with the young and the old. Am I saying something here? Oh, you are. Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to begin to listen. Let's go back to the days than Antivic. We write notes. The days that we listen to messages. The days that we read the books. The days that we crave for the book. Now we don't have the physical book. We have electronics 
copies. Let's read them, brethren. Let's read them. We need them in our secular life. Hallelujah. You can see that life is full of... Look, one of the things I've learned in these days, I'm learning this, is that life is complex. It's very, 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 very complex. You don't know when it will turn and it will become complex. Oh. Very Without the wisdom of God. Amen. Yeah. And sometimes Satan can deceive us that the little income that we have mm. that mm. makes us think that no, we don't need anything again. Wow. Once I have money, I have everything. Wow. Yeah. Money is a defense. And wisdom is also what? A defense. And then the verse continues. It says what? No, money is a defense. Get me the verse, please, my dear. Money is a defense. Wisdom is also a defense. But you'll find out that. So seek, then it says that seek God or something like that. That means even though they are, you need, if you have this one, you have this one. Look more of, for the wisdom. Wisdom is a defense and money is the defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that the wisdom giveth what? Life to them that who do what? Have it. Oh. Not the money. I think it's a good place to put your hands together money. for Jesus. Yeah. Money is good. Hmm. But when you have both, you continue to seek more. Don't excellency. let us get to a point. I was telling Happy, you know, this morning that these days, for many people to have 100,000 a year, those days, when we came to America, our dream was to have six-figure salary. Six-figure salary is 100,000 plus. Are you with me? These days, it's very common. And that is what can also destroy our lives. Because we earn 150, because we earn 160, because you can buy a nice vehicle and the payment of, say, $600 a month, it's not a big deal to you because every month somebody told me, I have two jobs. One gives me 145000 the other gives me 130000 When you put it together, 275000 if you want, break it down and see how much a month this brother will have. And if you are paying a, a, a car payment, and, and it, should, it can easily be easy. fresh Mercedes. Because that Mercedes, you can easily not. Wisdom. Knowledge. Rise up onto your feet and let's. Knowledge. <laughs> are you happy that you came to church? Oh, yes. Please, are you with me? These are the things that I believe it can take us. And the humility that we need is that no matter what God takes me, how far God takes me, oh, I will yes. still humble myself and continue. And Amen. I will not change. One of the things I ask God to do all the time, Lord, don't let me change. No matter what comes into my life. Oh, yes. Don't let me change. Don't let me change. Come on.
ourselves oh God and so give us the desire the sincere milk when a baby is born we give the breast milk we give the formula but the one that is sincere that can change every equation Lord is your word may we never get to a point that we say that we cannot drink your milk anymore give us the desire the desire to hear, listen to the word. The desire to study the word. The desire to fellowship with one another. The desire to come, oh God, no matter how difficult. This is how it has been for years. From 42nd Street all the way here. Lord, may we not be lifted by you because of your grace. And say that now we are above a lot of things. We thank you. We thank you for the humility that you are clothed in us. Let us clothe. Grace to clothe ourselves with the humility and die to many things that will lift us up above your word. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And let the saints say, Amen. Hallelujah. Let's take our tithe quickly. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.